0: Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of All Things Feminine. I'm so glad that you guys are here. I have an amazing episode for you today. I know I say this every time, but I really do put a lot of energy and thought into my podcast episodes. So we are just going to go straight into the topic. Today's episode is called Focus on What You Can Control. We all have an ego that's been conditioned for the longest time. The way that ego was taught in, for example, my psychology class in high school, and how people use that terminology in everyday life, like, oh, you know, he has such a big ego, or yeah, he's so egotistical, or Somebody's stroking my ego, that kind of talk, we hear a lot of that terminology being used in that way and being circulated in everyday conversation. The meaning that really spoke to me and completely changed my life really, explained by Eckhart Tolle in his book A New Earth, his definition of the ego or his understanding of the ego, at least from how I took it, is that it is based on worldly values. It's a projection of the world's values. You apply that to yourself in order to gain some sense of self. For example, we ascribe our ego to our gender, our social status, um, the job that we have, our attractiveness scale, our success scale. It allows us to derive meaning and Allows us to ascribe value. That's how we are able to make sense of the world around us, right? The meaning that the ego, that we place ascribes roles to people and ourselves. This meaning also allows us to have the understanding of the world around us. The people we interact with and helps us understand our place in the world. Now, this is all very subjective, right? It's very perceptive. The ego allows us what it allows us is that it gives us a sense of control, it feeds us this script. And we are the main character, right? Our um, what is the word that someone just used this weekend? What is your character build, right? Uh, what gender, what job, what do you believe is valuable to you? That is what builds your character when people talk about the victim complex and like oh this person likes to play the victim or this person is in the victim role it's they're describing this person who is stuck in this victim mindset which believes that the person believes that the world is out to get them they're the victims um other people did them wrong right or on the other hand we also have a different mindset where It is more kind of like the traditional sense of the ego where it's like, I deserve this, right? It's not fair for me to have gone through with this. It's not fair for them to treat me this way because I deserve this level of treatment. All of that is just perception. When I say like, you are your biggest enemy, it's the ego that makes us become our greatest enemies. The ego makes me become my greatest enemy. Because my ego doesn't want me to change, it likes comfortability. It wants me to stay the same. It wants me to remain comfortable, stagnant, stoic, right? So I'll give you an example. One of the the meanings that I as- find myself unconsciously ascribing to, and also what my ego will also will allow me to do if I'm in unconscious. And if I'm in like, you know, my wounds and my shadows and I'm, I'm acting in that way, my ego will allow me to, to try to predict bad things in my life. It causes me to overthink, right? So let's say another term that Eckhart uses is like the pain body. It's like where we are kind of addicted to pain. We're kind of addicted to this, this victim mentality, to these limited mindsets that keeps us thinking small, keeps us thinking that We that bad things are going to happen to us and it causes me to overthink The ego will make me ascribe meaning to things that are extremely like objective like the reality Is just for example, the table is blue, but the ego will make me say Something like the the table is blue because somebody spilled paint on it and that's them being careless Okay, so what the ego will do to me that what the what I find my ego making me think is that it gives me trust issues It says that I can't trust people around me It says that other people's intentions are misplaced people. I love those. I love will betray me What i've noticed is that the act of me trying to predict it and thinking my way out of it is me over asserting my control over something that is outside of my control. We have to know in our heads that we cannot control outcomes. We cannot control people. We cannot control the world, nor can we predict the bad things that might happen. You know, all of these scenarios that fly around in our heads, making us think that we're just unsafe and we're better to just stay in our little and you know stay and just remain the same because we're so scared of being hurt we're so scared of stepping out of our comfort zone we're so scared of trying things new out of failure out of fear of failure out of fear of rejection all of these things we have to know in our heads that we can only control ourselves we are in charge of ourselves and that is that personal sovereignty That we have to claim in order to make humongous and transformative changes in our lives and that's another episode on its own. But yeah, so going back to the point of my message is that focus on what you can control. You can control what you consume. The content you consume that makes you feel good not the ego because the ego will make you waste for example um if we're talking about consumption we can talk about social media consumption we can talk about food consumption we can talk about um stuff like materialistic consumption like the ego will make you waste all of your money on junk food on substances like alcohol and drugs and all of these things and it'll make you shop and by all these unnecessary things because the ego loves to feel socially elevated it loves to feel like you know these brand like owning these brand items and owning These things that celebrities have placed value on and have, you know, put their name besides, that is somehow going to socially elevate you and make you more important and make you better looking and make you more attractive and more desirable. But it's all fake. It's just perception. You can control what you eat is another example, right? So eat what makes your body feel good, not what your taste buds feel good at the time, right? And that goes into, you know, like being intuitive and eating intuitively, eating in a way that makes your body feel replenished, right? And energized what you spend money on and what you save. These are all things that you can control because the ego says that, let's say we, I have enough money to get all of that. I don't need restrictions. I don't need boundaries. I don't need a budget list. I'm just going to spin mindlessly and just hope for the best because I deserve it. You are in control of what your body does, what time it needs to wake up, so you have a mindful morning without having to rush, right? You have control of how much movement your body has throughout the day. I need to be outside, for example, like walk daily, like get my daily sun and vitamin C because being inside all day makes me feel so so suffocated i believe that your physical body has to be at least as tired as your mental state because because a lot of us have desk jobs a lot of us aren't moving as much as we need to because our body is created to move it's created to be mobile right that's why we have back pain, we have neck pain. I have a lot of neck and shoulder pain and these things are not normal. Like overly retaining water, all of this stuff, like that's not normal. Your body, You need to put your body to work. Your body is a vessel to serve you. You don't serve your body, which is a huge point in um, on focusing on what we can control. But another thing is that you get to control who you spend time with, right? People who don't stress you out, don't add more drama into your life who pushes you to grow and become a better person who teaches you and adds value to your life those are the people that you should allow into your life not people who bring up your shadow who make you fall into previous habits that you've worked really hard to separate yourself from you also control what you watch and listen to that goes hand in hand with all that with like allowing who you let into your life, right? That includes social media, that includes entertainment, right? Another thing that people aren't really strict with is their phone and their screen time. Like when we're bored, when we need a distraction, we run to our phones, right? When we need an answer, we run to our phones. We don't allow ourselves to think because why are we so scared to be alone in our thoughts? What are we so afraid of will come up? The ego's main job is to keep you unconscious. So unconsciously watching uh, things and unconsciously scrolling for hours, um, having all this unrestricted screen time. Ask yourself, Like, do you feel replenished, rejuvenated, refreshed, alive, joyful, exuberant? Do you feel any of those things after hours of scrolling? You control what you give time to. And this is like another segment time is so precious to me I think my views of time have been shaped because I have older parents and also leaving my family when I was 18 Every day has felt like I don't know this weight Like I feel the weight of the time that I do have and the time that is running out because every day and then you know the more my job right now, every day I sit at an office and I work and I get paid for my time. And it got me thinking, like, we all sell time. So the time that you don't sell, because in a day we sell about eight to nine hours of our time, right? So, and then when we come home, it there's the remaining time that we don't sell. So what are you willing to do with that remaining time? Are you willing to create habits that change your life that allows you to have a clean and inviting space that is uncluttering to live in so that your mind can feel uncluttered and and just, you know, focused? Um, Are you willing to use that time to, you know, work on getting a healthy and fit and strong body and, you know, sexiness is just a bonus? Are you willing to do the hard things to set Small and big goals, and focus on the things that you want to work on to become a better functioning human being, are you willing to do all of that so that you can become this like unstoppable force that's brilliant with the sharp mind with this thirst for life that is extraordinary, right? We have to be able to expand our mind to uh, to believe that change is possible change is better change leads to expansion and change is already happening all around you but are you going to progress with it or are you going to remain stagnant if you don't believe it because you've not seen any results have you tried long enough to, to see like do you believe in delayed gratification i'm a big believer that you know life is not what you make of it but the methods of how you went about it Those methods are a testament to your character, your reflection of your values, and basically is who you are. How you choose to do one thing is how you choose to do everything. This is a shorter episode, but it's packed with a lot of good stuff. So I'm actually going to end it right here. Thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you later. I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye.